Winnaker Weekly is a three-episode-in anime discussion podcast where two brothers discuss a show of their choice. The show can be anything from a current season flop to a decades-old classic. What are they going to talk about next? Who knows? They sure don't. I'm Lee. And this is Whitaker Weekly. Let's get right into it. Fantastic. So, in news, you've got a big item to share with us today. I sure do. We uh, Nintendo had the uh, Nintendo Direct for Smash Brothers today. Now, what Nintendo, what a Nintendo Direct is, for those of you who don't know, uh, once a month or so, uh, Nintendo, rather than doing, um, you know, uh, uh, rather than posting... Um, you know, press releases and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a video, usually about half an hour to 40 minutes, dedicated about new games that are coming out. Okay. And today, um, I guess uh, you guys will be listening to this on Friday when we post it, um, but uh, today being Wednesday when we're recording the episode, Nintendo had a direct for Smash Brothers Ultimate, the next uh, iteration of the Smash Brothers games. Um, and not only... Have they announced that every single character that has ever been in a Smash Brothers game is going to be in it? Today they announced four brand new characters in addition to the other new characters they've already announced. Um, they announced Simon Belmont finally, which people have been asking for since the first one. I can't wait. <laughs> He's going to be so much fun. And they also announced Richter Belmont. Um, for those of you who don't know who Richter is, um, he is he was in a couple of Japanese-only games. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've ever played Castlevania Symphony of the Night, he is the Belmont who you start the game off with in that one. Okay. Before switching over to Alucard. And speaking mm-hmm. of Alucard, he's in the game as well, not as a playable character, but as a new assist trophy. Okay. Um, honestly, I thought it would have been great to have Alucard as a playable character. <laughs> Um, but, you know, whatever. Um, I'm just <laughs> glad he's in the game. Uh, and then they also announced two other playable characters as well there at the beginning. Um, they announced... Um, it was Simon, and then it was... Um, oh, excuse me. Simon Richter. And then they announced Krom from Fire Emblem, mm-hmm. um, who's actually voiced by... Uh, in the in the, uh, the Game Boy Advance Fire Emblem Awakening, the character is voiced by Matt Mercer from... Um, from Critical Role. From Critical Role. Okay. Um, and people tweeted him out this morning saying, so are you gonna... So can you tell us if you're doing the voice for Krom in Smash Brothers as well? And his only response was a winky face. So he's probably <laughs> under con- contractual obligation that he can't say just yet. Um, one of those things. Just one of those things. Um... And so you mentioned three characters. Well, there's three characters, and I know there's another character they announced before the surprise reveal at the end. At the very end, they announced uh, King K. Rule from Donkey Kong. He's the alligator villain from the Donkey Kong Country games. Yes. Um, and let me go ahead and just try to pull up a, a gaming site here, because there's another character that's completely slipping my mind that they announced as well. Um, but they announced um, that there's going to be over 100 playable levels yes uh in this game and everybody knows you're just gonna play five anyway (laughs) no 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 (laughs) me and my friends when we play it we try to go ahead and play a lot of different levels because we feel part of the fun of smash brothers 
is um the difficulty of random level it's selection. random level yeah it's random level um dark samus that's who it is it was dark samus, dark samus. so uh dark samus who is from the metroid um fusion the, no of uh, the metroid prime games right um samus in 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 those games there's a there is a substance called phazon yeah which I've, is very... I've actually played this one okay yeah well dark samus bit. comes in during um during uh, Metroid Prime 2. Yes. And you fight her a lot in Metroid Prime 3. Okay. Uh, she's just a Phazon creation that has the same abilities as Samus. It's a Phazon clone. A Phazon clone. Mm-hmm. Right. That's who it was. It was Dark Samus. Uh, so yeah, there's five new characters. Each of them, of course, are going to be getting their own amiibo. But um, they showed new assist trophies, new Pokemon. Um, they, uh, But for those hundred levels... Um, each level is going to have a regular battlefield and final destination or an Omega mode, I think mm-hmm. they call it. Um, and the regular is just, you know, it's just the crazy designed level that has the obstacles. Um, whereas a battlefield one is like, um, do you remember Kirby's Dreamland in the Nintendo 64 one where it's just a platform and then three is the main yeah. platform at the bottom and then there's the three platforms above it. Yeah. That's a battlefield one, and every single level is going to have that version, and every level is going to have the final destination version, which is, is just a flat field. Flat field mm-hmm. with edges. So, which has okay. been really, really good for the competitive field uh, scene for Smash Brothers yes. because um, it, it levels the playing field. It doesn't get doesn't mm-hmm. give any character well, a major advantage. Everybody over was just playing Final Destination because it was the only place that was just flat and didn't have any. Um, it anything getting in the way it wasn't moving mm-hmm. it wasn't uh there were there weren't hiding places and uh mm-hmm. but um but even in this one they announced that one of the new features is that you can turn off um uh oh shoot i forget what they're called but the, the random things that occur in levels that make levels more difficult okay hazards hazards that's what it is you can turn off hazards as well okay and just play on the regular level um but as I said, me and my friends, when we play this, we we have items on. We have the we enjoy the so, hazards. Some, sometimes you gotta add those random elements just mm-hmm. to see how the play goes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of items where we just don't enjoy using them, so we turn those off. Sure. Um, but um, yeah, uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate is gonna be a total blast to play. I cannot wait for it to come out later this year. Okay. Um, Dan from um, I was about to say. Uh, extra credits but he's left extra credits uh, he's now with um with his own channel um playframe on mm-hmm. youtube um he tweeted out saying how on earth is nintendo going to get all of this stuff into one tiny little cartridge hmm. you know um, oh, oh, another one of the big things another one of the yeah. big things for the castlevania level they've announced that it has 32 different songs <laughs> from the <laughs> castlevania games <laughs> and one of the random hazards is dracula Oh god! Random monsters from throughout, from throughout the series are going to show up. Mm-hmm. One of those random monsters is Dracula. Uh, the big thing trending on Twitter right now is mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people were hashtagging poor Luigi. Yes, because what happens in the trailer? Oh my gosh! So it starts off um, right off the bat. I knew that it was Castlevania. Uh-huh. Okay, um, I was just like, oh my gosh! I can't believe they actually put it in there. I can't believe they actually brought Simon in the Simon Belmont in. Um, but it's this realistic looking 
castle filled uh-huh. with skeletons and ghosts and like luigi's walking past and there's this medusa yeah, this, this statue is, this is not the luigi's mansion no he's used to. no and some people on youtube or on twitter joke saying oh man luigi's mansion 3 looks amazing <laughs> so uh, <laughs> but luigi's going around with his vacuum cleaner that he has for taking out for um you know capturing ghosts yep and uh he tries to use it on a really really big ghost well that ghost is death from the castlevania games <laughs> And Death, in one swipe, uses his scythe to rip Luigi's soul out of his body. <laughs> and he has his soul in his hand when uh-huh. Simon Belmont comes in to fight Death. So, so uh, Lily, who is one of the artists on Extra Credits uh-huh. for a long time, and uh, she tweeted, um, the reason the, uh, the box for this game is so big is to fit Luigi's tombstone in it. <laughs> Or you're talking about the collector's edition. The, the, collect, the, the collector's ultimate, edition. The, mm-hmm. the ulti- uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate collector's edition box that mm-hmm. has this giant mural with all the characters that are going to be in the game on mm-hmm. the mural. It's like, just to make enough room for Luigi's tombstone. Hmm, man. So, that's going to be a lot I of fun. What else is going to come in in limited edition? Because it looks like it's got a controller... A GameCube controller and then a uh, an adapter for GameCube games, but I already got those when I got Smash Brothers for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. So unless there's other things in the Ultimate Edition or yeah the uh, well the limited edition, but that's the Wii U. Does does that work for the uh, yeah the? And from what I'm seeing, it's the exact same thing. Well, but then it works for the Switch. I didn't know. That is the exact same adapter for the Wii U. It's, and it plugs right just, into the it's Switch. It's just the USB ports. Okay. Yeah, it's just you oh, plug right. It, yeah, right. you just plug right. in USB ports. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's giving up those controllers for. Uh, oh yeah, for no. Smash Brothers. No, those are some of the best controllers ever made. Anyways, that's enough talk about Smash Brothers. Okay. Um, we'll talk more about Smash Brothers as more news comes. But I'm excited. Anyways, uh, so you okay. you found some news you wanted to cover as well. Yes. So, um, Nendoroid has. Already put out a white blood cell figurine for uh, cells at work, and they've announced that coming soon is a platelet figurine. Oh, geez. So these these adorable little kindergartner sized characters. You, you you can now have uh, you can now have diabetes sitting on your desk. Yep, right there. Or a diabetes giver. <laughs> that's, that's what your wife said. Like, uh, I'll tell you what my yeah, wife yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. I wrote down Anyways. word for word what she said, and we'll reveal it later as we review <laughs> Cells at Work with our three episodes in today. Um, and then the last bit of news, um, the subtitled trailer for Code Geass, Lelouch of the Resurrection, so Code Geass Season 3 well, Let's read dropped. it as they wrote it. Lelouch of the re Resurrection. Yeah, they, they, they put a semicolon between the R-E and the rest of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, Lelouch of the Resurrection. Resurrection, yes. Um, and I, okay, so I'm unclear. I couldn't find any news on it specifically on whether it was just going to be its own standalone movie or if it's like the first few episodes of the next e- season. Everything because, I've read, it's a new season. Yeah, because that's what they movie. did with um, mm-hmm. Attack on Titan season three as well. Is that they released it in theaters? Mm-hmm. The they first, the of first couple episodes in theaters, mm-hmm. and then the season's continuing on right mm-hmm. now. So that's what I'm expecting, and the uh, expected release date, they're going to release it into 120 theaters in Japan in February of next year. Nice. That's getting close. People who've actually watched Code Geass, I 
a lot of you are probably really wondering how on earth they're going to continue that story. You know, uh, the trailer looks really interesting. Uh -huh. Um, and we know how the the, st the series did end on a uh, pretty final S note. It's been years since it ended. I still want to say spoiler alert. You know? It, it, no, it, 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 it ended it, on a pretty final it's note. It's a pretty final note on, on which it ends. So how they're planning on doing another season, I'm just like, how? I don't know, but I'm really excited to see these characters again. Mm -hmm. Especially uh, Orange. Oh gosh, Orange Coon. <laughs> <laughs> he easily became one of my favorite characters. He's, he's so good. He has one of the most amazing character arcs yeah. in anime. Yeah, he's so, just this one guy who you feel is a throwaway character. At, like, you know, that Lelouch uses at the beginning of the series to accomplish a goal. He keeps coming back, and his character keeps growing, and he just eventually becomes this amazing guy who are just like, holy crap, I'm rooting for him. Yeah. I'm rooting for this guy that was a throwaway character. And, yeah. like... Uh, watch, if you haven't watched Code Geass, go watch Code Geass right now. Do it. Anyways. Yeah, we'll be here. We'll be waiting. We'll be here waiting. Just pause this episode, go watch all of Code Geass, and then come back and continue <laughs> watching the episode. Even though this episode has nothing more to do with Code Geass after this, Geass after this point. Alright. Well, that concludes the news. That concludes the news. Now that you've finished watching Code Geass, let's go ahead and get on to three episodes in. <laughs> All right, and this week it was my privilege. Brunette Rick Hunter. Brunette Rick. Rick Hunter is brunette. Black hair. Black hair. Okay. Certain shots it looks brown. Certain shots it looks black. Right. But yeah. Oh. Brunette Rick Hunter. Oh. All right. It was my privilege to pick the three episodes in series today. And can I say how, how happy I am that we're finally doing this? Because I've had those next two episodes in my queue. Wanting to be watched, and I've had to wait. After we're done recording this episode, I'm going back home and watching those two episodes. Anyways. Of <laughs> Cells at Work. Cells at Work. Alright, let's just go ahead and read the uh, Crunchyroll synopsis real quick. Okay. This is a story about you. A tale about the inside of your body. According to a new study, the human body consists of approximately 37 trillion cells. These cells are hard at work every day within a world that is your body. From the oxygen-carrying red blood cells to the bacteria-fighting white blood cells, get to know the unsung heroes and the drama that unfolds inside of you. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Now, the main characters in this show, all the characters in this show, mm. have no names. No, they, they, they address each other by what they are, and they have numbers yep. sometimes. Mm -hmm, they have numbers. Um, but primarily we're just going to be calling them uh, by their jobs because that's how they go by in the show. We yes. have red blood cell, we have the germs, we have white blood cell, we've got the platelets, we have the helper T cell, the killer T cells, um, the, uh, the native T cell, the memory T cell, the dendric naive, cell. Naive T cell. Yeah, I don't know why I said native. Naive T cells. Um, the macrophage, I don't, I wrote her name down, but I guess I accidentally deleted it. Mm. The, or anyways, the macrophage, or the macrophage, whatever her name is, right. the, the one dressed up like a maid. Yes. Um, and the dendric cells, and then we have the bee cell. Um, yeah. Yeah. They just go by what kind of cell they are. Mm-hmm. Um, was, it, it, was it you who told me about a post that someone made that uh, they learned more watching the first three episodes of this show than they did seven years doing uh, biology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh... 
So this show is taking on the Japanese tradition of anthropomorphizing and making moe otherwise mundane things. That's just an animation tradition. That's not Japanese only. It's not Japanese have been really hitting it hard lately. Lately, yes. And so because uh-huh. there, there's there's a show about girls who are battleships and there's shows about You want to talk about anthropomorph anthropomorph anthro- blah 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 whatever that that Ma- making man shaped. Yeah, making man shaped items. Like I my mouth doesn't want to say that word for some reason. Uh-huh. 80s cartoons. Thank you very much. <laughs> Let's take a look at all the 80s cartoons. Okay. <laughs> but they but they didn't make it moe. No, they didn't because that concept didn't exist until like the 90s in Japan, the late 90s in Japan, right. early 2000s. So No, they didn't make it moe. They just made, you know, young boys have weird feelings for robots that transform into cars. <laughs> how many boys How many boys first crush was RC? Let's be serious here. Okay. There 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 is a uh, collection of individuals who that is true for yes that's very true anyways um we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about this show cells at work so i had the privilege of watching this show all three episodes one episode after another with a different family member oh dear so my wife sat with me to watch the first episode my son through the second episode and my oldest daughter through the third and my she's like i have to watch the rest of this show why are you starting me on episode three (laughs) <laughs> oh man all right so first off the first episode is just kind of a brief overview of everything that happens uh, of uh, throughout the body yes we're introduced to red blood cell and she is a delivery girl because that's what red blood cells are they deliver oxygen and nutrients to other parts of the body throughout the body yes she's got a lovely little red uh beret that looks mm-hmm. exactly like a red she's blood got cell her, she's got a red jacket and stuff um and, and she'll be carrying either a small box that it will say O2 on the side, or a large box that says CO2 on or the side. Or when she's carrying nutrients, she's carrying sandwiches and stuff like a, that. A, a so, generic, mm-hmm. uh, like, they're all, all of them are the same, but it's a mm-hmm. generic basket of a mm-hmm. sandwich and fruit and all kinds of... Mm-hmm. But she, um, she, uh, has made her delivery of the oxygen, now she's got some, uh, CO2 that she needs to, uh, deliver to the lungs, and uh, as she's making this delivery, suddenly the floor explodes and these germs come out. Yes. And these germs look very, very much like, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm going to say Dragon Ball Z villains. Like, they yep. reminded me a lot of the of the mini cells or like the, the Cybermen that yeah. that Vegeta made and stuff because they had the, like the claw fingers and stuff. Um, it very, very much reminded me of Dragon Ball Z alien villain things. Um, yep. And as they're... They're they're laying claim to their territory, um, saying that we're well, now let's go ahead and start killing the red blood cells and you know taking their energy for ourselves. And just as a, they're about to attack the main red blood cell, one of them gets knifed from behind across the neck. Yes, and then two others get knifed from behind as well. And then we're introduced to the ever so delightfully bloodthirsty white blood cell brigade. Yes, kill, 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 kill. And <laughs> these white blood cells, um, and they're covered in the blood of the germs. Yeah, they're they rather than like everybody else looks like a person, and they just have like normal colors uh-huh. uh, that re- represent their like their cell, like the red blood cells. They look like people, but you with know, the red hat, they have the red hat. They've got the red jacket and stuff to show their red blood cells. Regular cells 
are just people in white t-shirts and jeans. Um, whereas the white blood cells, they are solid white. Yeah, head to toe, head to face, toe, everything, yeah. hair, face, everything. And they've got baseball caps that show that have a shade over their eyes mm -hmm. that help give them a crazy bloodthirsty look. Yes. Um, and they just murder these cells in just brutal, brutal ways with knives. Cause that's yeah. what they're armed with. <laughs> oh yeah. Little, little Bowie knives. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they, uh, <laughs> and, uh, after they kill these germs, one of the germs gets away. Um, yes. and red blood cell, um, then spends the next several minutes lost. And this is a character trait of hers, but I like this character trait because, um, well, not only is it just a fun character trait for her to have, um, but it does a really fun, charming way. It's a really fun, charming way of showing us the body and introducing us to other characters, albeit briefly. Yes. Um, she goes to the liver on accident where she meets the microphage, where the microphage is a white blood cell dressed up as a maid, and she speaks very, very, ah, 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 oh, oh, is that so? Oh, oh, my dear, oh, you're so sweet, you know? She's a very, very sweet, polite lady. Yes. Um, very, very motherly figure. Um, and then she's about to go into, I, I didn't write it down, but she's about to go into an area where, if you notice where she's going to go into, if red blood cells enter that area of your body, you will die. <laughs> okay. It is bad. Okay. Um, or, or if you, it's not, you will die. It will just, it's very, very bad for the body. And as she's right. about to enter into it, one of the killer T shells shouts out and says, Hey, what are you doing? Red blood cells aren't allowed in there. And she's like, ah, I'm so sorry. And she like turns away and runs away. So. I don't remember what it was. I, I remember this scene. I'm trying to remember mm -hmm. what it was. Mm -hmm. But she's constantly getting lost. Uh -huh. um, and finally she meets uh, her senpai. Yes. Who, um, another red blood cell who knows uh, where she's going. Another red blood cell who knows where she's going. Um, but no, before that actually, she... Um, before uh, she, she gets lost and she actually runs into the white blood cell again. Mm -hmm. Before she meets senp her senpai. Her senpai comes later. Um, she meets the white blood cell. And they, and he's like, he's around searching for the germ that got away. And, uh, she's like, oh wait, no, no, hold on. Oh yeah, no, no. She, she gets lost and she's looking for the lungs, the lungs. She doesn't know where the lungs are. She, she gets lost. And what happens is that she opens the door. Yeah, she opens the door to some place. She opens the door to some place, asking, trying to ask for directions, and, and she and sees the cells there. she sees the germ. The germ. She sees the germ, and it's this just amazing shot of the germ frozen, looking at her, and she's frozen, looking at him. And closes the. And then just comically timed door closed, <laughs> and that's one of two gifts that I saw that got me to want to watch this show. I'll yes. say what the second gift was uh, in a little bit, but that one gift, I was just like. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And then it rips itself through the wall. Through the cell wall. Through the cell wall mm -hmm. and shouts at her, Don't pretend like that didn't happen. And as this cell's about to, or as this germ's about to attack her, white blood cell shows up again. That's where yes. white blood, blood cell comes in again. And um, white blood... And, and, and then they're trapped by a protein net or mm -hmm. something that the, that the uh, mm -hmm. germ secretes. Yeah, the germ throws something at them and they're stuck together while the germ escapes. Yeah. The germ's just gone. Um, and they, uh, as white blood cell is now dragging red blood cell with him because yeah. she's stuck and can't get out. 
Um, and she says, how did you find me? How, like, how did you, like, how did you know where he was? And White Blood Cell explains how he has a sensor and that sensor goes off when there's a germ nearby. And his sensor is this little thing on the back of his hat that pops up and it's just a little circle uh-huh. that buzzes and goes bing, bing, whenever, uh, <laughs> whenever a, uh, a germ is around, yes. which for how bloodthirsty and like brutally, how brutally killer that they are. Yeah. Yeah. It- it's completely out of character, and you see that reaction on Red Blood Cell. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and that's when they start traveling together and stuff. Yes, um, uh, they decide to travel together because this germ's uh, proclivity is to infect the lungs. Yes, and, and so he's going to go to the lungs and see if he mm-hmm. can't beat it. There. Which Red Blood Cell says to White Blood Cell because um, the she sees that in that brief moment where she sees the germ in the room the germ's looking at a map trying to a map for the lungs yes so that's how they know that there's going for the lungs um and so and then she was going to the lungs anyway he has uh, the white mm-hmm. blood cell escorts her mm-hmm. and along the way and along the way we meet the most adorable thing ever it's seriously probably in my top five adorable things in anime. Like up there with Tony Tony Chopper and Chio Chan. Yeah. Um, and just so incredibly cute. We meet the platelets. And the platelets, uh, for those of you who don't, they're, they're the things that help prepare your body pretty yes. much. Yes. They're, um, they're very tiny cells produced by other cells in your bone marrow that are responsible for repairing damage internally and externally they mm-hmm. they are what make they are what excretes a protein to produce scab tissue when you mm-hmm. have an injury yep they are designed to fix you inside and out but because these cells are so tiny and so much smaller than everybody else they drew them as adorable little kindergartners little kindergartners Lo- who are hard at work who are hard at work and they try to go through this passageway and they come across the girl who, she's obviously the leader of the platelets. Yes. Uh, later on, we see her giving them instructions and stuff like that. Um, but she just bounces back and forth and says, sorry, you can't, you can't go through here. We're doing construction. And I'm like, wait, what, what? No, no, we, but we're in a, we're in a rush. We've got to go through here. And then she bounces up and down and goes back and forth on her feet and saying, uh, um, um, you know, you know, I, I'd love to help, but, um, um, and it's just so freaking cute. And all I saw was, that was the second gift that I saw. I saw Red Blood Cell opening up the door, seeing the germ, closing it, seeing that, okay, this show's going to be a comedy. Uh-huh. And then seeing that little platelet just bouncing up and down going, Anone, Anone, like, um, um, so, you know, um, you know. And I was, I was just like, I have to watch this show. Oh my gosh, I have to watch this show. Um, yeah. And so we, they're like, oh, but they can't. They haven't even really started construction yet because right. um, whoever delivered the packages delivered them in a really terrible way. They packed them too high up for the platelets to reach. <laughs> so they're trying to climb on top of each other or getting uh, ladders and stuff like that. And as they see like these plate, these adorable little platelets just falling over on each other and stuff, it cuts back to uh, white blood cell and red blood cell. And they're just like, oh, so cute. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's it <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah it cuts back and they uh they, they offer to help so they unpack things and stuff and they're able to move on uh, move along and stuff yep um yeah but um we uh 
We, uh, but um, they make, eventually they make it to the lungs and they go their separate ways. And I love that the lungs were just like this big old air factory. Like, you know, they had these just massive fans rotating and stuff like that. Yeah, fans and pipes and mm-hmm. tubes and all kinds of. But during this entire time, the, um, the warning signal is going off. Anything said it's broken because the uh, the germ is nowhere to be seen. Yes. Um, and as they get as they go their separate ways, he notices that the warning symbol has stopped. Um, and then we we then go back to Red Blood Cell. She's going through. She's lost again. She gets help from her senpai to find where she's going. Her senpai is also a reoccurring character. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the closest thing to a name that anybody has is just senpai. Yeah. <laughs> Red Which, Blood Cell and Red Blood Cell senpai. Yep. Um, and they, uh, and they, um, oh yeah, and she, she finally gets to this room to where she's supposed to deliver the CO2, mm-hmm. and as she goes in, uh, the box rips open, and it's the germ, the germ had hidden inside of the, the CO2 mm-hmm. the entire time. Yes. Um, and then she's about to run off, I mean, we're going step by step, we don't actually need to, but you know. Just as about she, as she's about to get killed by the the germ, white blood cell shows up again, and yes. like, how did you get here? I'm a white blood cell. I can go through cell walls. Yes. As he comes through the ceiling, yes, he does. So, he just he just phases through the walls. It's just amazing to watch. Oh no no, he he kicks his way through the uh, the ventilation shaft. Yeah, but later on we also see him do some pretty interesting oh, things through walls. Yeah yeah, we see some really terrifying shots of them going through walls that and stuff that. No one else should be able to go through and like crawling through like alleyways and stuff. Yeah, they're, going they're for their cra- white blood cells are crazy. They're in this show. crazy it's killers. They're amazing. Um, but no, so uh, white blood cell uh, admits that he's unable to uh, defeat this particular germ, mm-hmm. and then tells out red loud blood to cell the germ uh, out loud to the germ, and then tells red blood cell to run, and they proceed to run, and then they run over this section of floor that's clearly marked differently than everything mm-hmm. else. And once they're over it, white blood cell just comes to a stop. Uh, the germ cross lands on it, and then suddenly all these alarms go off, and this germ is caught inside of the sphere. And then, and all these machines. White and blood cell just goes over and pushes a button. Yes, and then he proceeds to go get himself some tea. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, like his job here, his work here is literally done, and he's not paying attention to any of the shouting or threats coming from the germ. Mm-hmm. As this. Beautiful. Just oh, what happens next is one of the most beautiful setups in anime that has paid off brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, yeah, um, he he then gets red blood cells some tea as well, and, she, and he's like, come over here and sit and we'll go ahead and watch this. She's like, oh, okay. And this ball gets picked up by these robotic hands, and it gets put into. Unfortunately, we don't see the entire thing, but it gets put into a Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. And the entire time, this this germ is just screaming, demanding to be let out and stuff. And as it's going past, we see advertising spaces and like a reminders to clean up, like your this space for you know your put your ad here or you know a reminders to wash your hands or things like that, you know. And then yeah. it gets loaded into a missile. It does. And after a countdown, that missile gets launched into the air, and then it explodes outward, and multiple miniature missiles come <laughs> come out of it. And as they strike the wall, we hear a "achoo!" It was a sneeze. They put the germ in a rocket and launched him, and that was a sneeze. That was a sneeze. Oh my god. 
Oh, man. Good times. Yeah. Okay. So, at this particular moment, as this episode's wrapping up, my wife turns to me and tells me, and I quote, I think I have a sugar overload, and it's not from the candy we're eating. I thought she said that during the credits. We're close enough to the credits. Okay, we are close enough to the credits, but the episode ends with them saying, like, a red blood cell saying to white blood cell, will I see you again? And he says, probably not. Wait, what do you mean? Um, you know how many white blood cells there are? And she goes... Oh my gosh, there's even more red blood cells. He's like, yeah, but you know, it's the same body. We might run into each other at some point. Oh, okay. And just as she's about to say something, his alarm and multiple other white blood cells alarms go off as well. And they just just start chasing down this germ and just murder the germ in front of everybody with their knives. And that's how the episode ends. And then we have the credits and the credits are just red blood cell pushing a box and platelet Sean on the box, kicking her legs back and forth. And rocking in sync to the song, and it's crazy adorable. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> okay, so that was the first episode. That was the first episode. Uh, um, the next episode is uh, what happens when you get a scab. No, no, the the next ep- no the, the next episode is, is the is the cut. The third episode is the flu. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Right. The third episode is the zombie apocalypse. Yes, it is. <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, so the, the, uh, the episode starts off with things seemingly going normal when suddenly there's a apocalyptic nuclear explosion in the distance. They're talking about, oh, how great it is. It's so peaceful. Oh, the platelets are so cute. Like the platelets are over there washing things and, you know, just... Uh, carrying big old boxes through. Yeah, they, uh, across a, a bridge with stair steps. Uh-huh, and they go down the stair steps, and, it was like, and everyone's like, oh, they made it down the steps just fine with that big box. And then they go and they start washing stuff in the river and whatnot, and they're just having this nice peaceful day, and then uh, it's Senpai and the Red Blood Cell uh, uh-huh. doing deliveries together, and they just and she's a, uh, Senpai says to her, oh, be careful, like, you want to be careful around here because we're now near the surface. Um, bad things can happen while we're up here. Yeah. And she's red blood cells like, oh, okay. And then pretty much as soon as she says that, there's this massive explosion inside of the scene. Yeah, the the entire scene, while dark and depressing, is also simultaneously, Senpai-chan, stop saying things because you're saying exactly what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. It's like, like, why would you say that? That's just like saying what's the worst that could happen. You just said Senpai-chan. Yeah, whatever. Never say that again. <laughs> Mostly because Senpai is for somebody. Well, no, well, it's also it's for somebody who you respect. It doesn't just mean you know somebody who's above you. It's used for somebody you respect. Whereas uh-huh. Chan is for you know somebody who's they very, don't very have close. a name. Yeah, but you would just say just say Senpai. Don't say Senpai Chan. Her Senpai. It is your Japanese lesson for the week. Learn it, anyways. I refuse. Then we are done here. Anyways, um, so this massive hole opens up and all the uh, red blood cells and they just start falling. They, they just start being getting sucked, sucked uh, through this hole. Sucked into the hole. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's what happens when you get a scar. Your red blood starts pouring out. Yep. Um, and I've seen lots of gifts and stuff online where people are just like, I never want to get a cut again after they, after they saw that episode, just <laughs> yes. because of how terrifying it was for their blood cells. Yes. Um, uh, so, so this giant hole picks up and mm-hmm. white blood cell starts grabbing 
uh, White Blood Cell saves both uh, Red Blood Cell and her, and her senpai. Um, and other passing random red blood cells that are mm-hmm. falling down. He just he sees them falling down and grabs them and mm-hmm. pulls them into this behind a barricade. Mm-hmm. And oh. then this army of germs comes in, uh, talking about how they were waiting for this moment. And this episode starts pausing every once in a while and giving and, and a, a female narrator starts explaining to the listener, the audience, uh-huh. um, what this is and what it actually does. Yeah. Um, so she explains the germs, um, how these are germs that live on the surface of your skin, and they just they just kind of wait there for their opportunity to uh, to go towards something warm like your blood. Yeah. So um, they move towards your blood, and um, the white blood cells start fighting them off as they start throwing the white as they start trying to push the white blood cells away. Mm-hmm. Um, but the white blood cells get stuck because another thing that your body does is that it closes off blood routes. To try to, you know, prevent infections and things from getting inside of it. Yeah. Inside of it. So it starts cutting off blood. Uh, these The exits start closing and the red blood cells are pounding on the walls, begging and screaming, asking for help. Please open the doors. Let us out. Yes. <laughs> and so these red blood cells are all cornered next to a, um, a locked door. And this these um, long scorpion-tailed um, mm-hmm. germs... Um, one of them is going right for the main red blood cell and it's good, it looks like it's going to stab right in the face when it hooks at the last second and grabs the red blood cell in front of her. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. When enter, when suddenly, suddenly white blood cell. Yep. As opposed to a suddenly Fakir. <laughs> That's an inside joke. We don't expect you guys to get that. Um, but yeah, suddenly there's white blood cell. And yes. White blood cells are killing everything and they're they're ushering the red blood cells into safer areas. Um, and uh, the white blood cells start, you know, like come as... Um, they, the, the more white blood cells start showing up and start killing the germs, but the leader of the germs, this this female germ, uh, yellow female germ, uh, she starts mocking them and saying that uh, uh, I've I did my research, you know, I know that you guys are the grunts, and I know that the 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 real hard hardened warriors almost never show up. Um, so all I have to do is kill you guys, and I can stake my claim here. Um, and besides, I have limit, I have unlimited, uh, you know, I have unlimited, uh, resources, reinforcements as more germs coming through this wound. Um, she, uh, and, uh, uh, as, uh, the blood cells are fighting and stuff, uh, she, uh, well, as the white blood cells are fighting, they're killing the germs and whatnot. Yes. Um, and white blood cells start saying something, but as he's saying something, they all get sucked forward. Um, because uh, the, uh, your blood's just going to fall out of the hole. Yeah. But as one of the white blood cells gets falls down into the hole, yeah. red white blood cell says something to him and just says, "What you idiot? Why aren't you doing such and such?" Which is a thing the white blood cells do to help them stay there and fight the germs, so yeah. they don't get pulled out of the hole. It's just the red blood yeah, cells he, that go out of the he hole. He mentions the medical term for yeah. something that he should have been doing to stay. Yeah, in. I didn't write it down, but it, no, it, me neither. But yeah. but. Again, this entire show is simultaneously highly entertaining and educational. And educational. Like an 80s cartoon should be. <laughs> Remember, kids, drink your milk. <laughs> or something. Or something. But um, anyways, um, 
that that little scene actually happens before um, the germ starts gloating because uh, she's about to do her finishing move and kill White Blood Cell, and he blocks her attack, and she's just like, "What? That's impossible! Where's this strength coming from?" And he's like, "Yeah, the other white cells." Um, are in reserve for more important things, but we have something that's far more dangerous than them. Uh, and uh, uh, they're so dangerous and so powerful that their, their mere presence turns the tide of battle. And she's like, what? What could that possibly be? And uh, he's like, oh, they're here. And the camera cuts down and you see these cute little shoes and it pans up and it shows the platelets and they're like, we're here. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and the uh, and the germs just like what? Really them? Really? Really? And uh, white blood cell tells the other white blood cells uh, to protect the platelets so they can do what they're supposed to do. Yes. And the platelets go out and they isn't they, this the moment like, where they start talking about you know the buddy system yeah, and staying and together? The, the girl who's in charge she just says, "Remember to stick together. Uh, Hi. Let's do the buddy system. Hi. No fighting with other cells. Hi. <laughs> and, <laughs> every, every time they just in a cacophony say yes, yes, yes. You know, just like." grade school kids would do when they're on a, when they're on a field trip mm-hmm. they've got to do the buddy system and stuff and then it shows them doing the buddy system holding hands with each other running through the dance through the battle getting to this getting to the wound um and then they deploy their devices and they create this big old pink net and cover the entire wound and this is a massive hole like for those of you who've seen um the aerial shots that they have in made in abyss uh-huh. it's a wound that big yes. it's huge and they, cut, and they just, these kindergartners made the net. They made the net and tossed it over and it's just fine. And then uh, White Blood Cell says, and uh, now that we have that safety net, or now we have that taken care of, we can fight you uh, without worrying about it. And they just go on the full assault and they're not worried about their own safety any longer. And they just butcher the rest of the germs. And, you know, no more reinforcements are coming through. So White Blood Cell does the final blow where he just jumps up into the air, slashes her throat open, and then falls down on this net. And everyone's cheering like, yay, we did it. And then Red Blood Cell walks out onto the net and talks oh, yeah. to him. She, and, she's and looking for White him. Blood Cell and they lower her down onto the net. And she says, thank you for saving me again. You're so nice. He's like, I'm just doing my job, you know. And, uh. Why aren't you moving? Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, well, they, they talk for a couple of minutes, and then she just says, oh, by the way, why haven't you moved the entire time I've been here? And he's like, wait, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, but wait a minute. And she's like, she's knelt down, she's like, put her hand on the, on the, and it's like, I, I can't move. What's going on? And then it cuts up, and you see platelet Chon uh-huh. in the same pink stuff, pink fabric stuff, leading a group of red blood cells who are now clumped together in this yes and she is forcing the red blood cells to clot up the hole they're clotting up the hole with the bodies of living red blood cells and white blood cells mm-hmm. and they're just stuffing the hole with this mound of people mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then platelet chan turns to the audience turns to the camera and says and this is how scabs are really made and that's how scabs are made, yay! But before they say, yeah, before they say that, it's a uh, like it, it cuts back to white and red blood, white and they're red blood cells, and they're, just, they're mushed together, and just like, mm. and what? But so it says, how long are we gonna be like this? Oh, uh, about three days or so. No. <laughs> Stuck together for three days. No one can go to the bathroom. No one can uh-huh. go to the... I'm hungry. Can I have some water? At least give me some tea. 
But yeah, they they keep talking about how thirsty they are, mm-hmm. and then the caption re- re- says that once they dry out, it becomes the scab material. So they're complaining about being thirsty because they're drying out. Mm-hmm. Yep. So technically, if we want to get technical about it, that's where red blood cell and white blood cell died. <laughs> But there's billions of them, so mm-hmm. we'll go back to the next trillions. There, are th- well, trillions of cells. Yeah, I don't know how many of those. Cell- I'm, I'm pretty sure not. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, not all of them are, are red blood cells. Mm-hmm. So I'm at least hundreds of billions. Okay, oh, and that's where the episode ends. Yeah. Um, and then the next episode is the flu virus. It is. Um, and the flu virus is okay. So this episode starts gold. It is. It is brilliant. This episode starts with a naive T cell. With a flashlight and a knife going down a dark alleyway. Mm-hmm. So you know something is happening. Mm-hmm. And he's looking around and stuff. And there's like... He's and, and super like, scared. Everything's making him jump. He's jittery. And, and the way we know that he's a naive T-cell is not only is he a young man... Um, I want to say 14-year-old looking boy. He has... Every character in the show has a hat. Most of them have hats with... Um, Japanese text on them, except for the red blood cells have no text, but the mm-hmm. but there's some uh, kanji that describes who they are mm-hmm. uh, in their hat. But his but he's wearing all black, has uh, flesh toned skin. He's not pale white like the regular white blood cells, and has the word naive in English mm-hmm. in bold on his hat. Mm-hmm. And so we're watching this boy with naive written on his forehead, going through a dark alleyway. <sighs> yep and just as and finally something happens and we see a cell that's got a weird looking hat it's like a purplish hat with all these kind of spikes and things coming yeah, it, out of it. It, it it's a bit reminiscent of toad from uh mario brothers it's kind of a yeah. mu- kind of a mushroomy shape but with um protrusions. yeah but, but with protrusions on it yeah and uh as he 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 uh this thing's going to attack him when suddenly white blood cell is there and white blood cell kills the uh, th- this bug. Now, now for, uh-huh. refresh my memory on exactly how this turn of event com- com- takes place. Because white blood cell kills him, but I think his foot is still stuck in the narrow alleyway. His foot is... His, and, 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 and his, his boot comes a, off. His, it's a very narrow alleyway that he came through. You know, half his size. So he pulled some uh, gray man stuff from... Yeah. or Not gray man, um... Oh, I'm forgetting the name of the creature, where there's a creature in the Wheel of Time that can mm. that can chain that can squish itself down and squeeze through the cracks and boards to escape its uh, its pursuers and stuff. It was created mm. by the Dark One. It's a uh, Matt finally kills it in book. Is it book eleven or is it book thirteen that he kills it? I don't. Well, I don't remember yeah. it at all, and I've only get yeah. read up to book eleven. So yeah, okay. Well, then it was probably book thirteen where he kills it. Okay. Um, but it's a pretty awesome way that he kills it. Anyways, um, anyways, um, he um, I just want to talk about the time now. But um, <laughs> yeah, he comes through the that tiny little crack in in the wall, and he's like, "Oh, my boot's stuck," and so he helps him get the get the boot out. Um, and uh, more of these zombie things are showing up. Um, because that's what it is. It's a zombie episode. Yeah. Um. And, and so then, a bunch of regular white blood cells uh, mm-hmm. also appear coming through the wall. Coming through the wall, and they like get help getting pulled through these cracks and stuff. And then um, as these zombies just keep showing up on them, you hear this kind of a, a dragging metallic sound in the background. <laughs> just this... 
and you're, and you're like, what is that? And then it cuts over, and, it's and finally you see these petite it. boots, and it's this. And after three episodes, we finally get to introduce what she does. But these petite boots, and then it shows up. Uh, the camera pans up to show the maid skirt, the maid outfit with the ruffles on, the, with, yeah. with the ruffles and stuff on her shoulders, and she's just like, oh, oh my, oh dear, whatever shall we do here? And she's got a cleaver the size of her body. Yes. And they're just like, and the the naive T-cells just like, what? And a dozen of these zombies come after her. And she just spins around once with her cleaver in a very, very graceful arc. And mows down a dozen of them as if it was nothing. Yeah. And that's something that I, that I wrote down is one of the things that I love about this show. Is the white blood cells. How the white blood cells just get more brutal and more violent. They're what completely the, merciless the higher they get yes uh, to the point to where um the white blood cells the guys who are so bloodthirsty that they murder things up close with knives mm-hmm. say that the t- killer t cells are brutal yeah okay <laughs> that's how bad the killer t cells are the killer t cells kill things with their bare fists <laughs> yeah, they, okay yes they they're do. big muscular military guys yeah so um, <laughs> so um, after the fight finishes, the naive T cell begs on mm-hmm. in, in the prostate bow, um, yeah, prostrate, prostrate, prostrate bow, mm-hmm. uh, position. Let's get that word right. Yes, sir. <laughs> As we are here discussing an organism, uh, bad, bad, um, Yes, he prostrates himself, begging them to say, please, please tell them I killed at least one of them. Mm-hmm. It's like, you want us to do what? Why? And then suddenly, <clears throat> this platoon mm-hmm. of killer T-blood cells, dressed in the same stuff as the uh, they're, uh, as his uh, naivety. They're dressed up in the, in the black uniform with the black baseball hat, but they all say killer on the just top. Kill. Just they're kill. just kill on top, rather than naive. Yes. They're killer T-cells. Yep. Um, but they come in and they start mocking him for not having done his job mm-hmm. and letting the other people do it for him. And while that's happening, Macrophage, uh, leans down and picks up part of the, uh, the virus. Uh-huh. And she reports in saying that it's a B type virus. Mm-hmm. And it's, re- it's revealed that's, that's part of her job is to report to what type of virus it is. So the yeah. body knows what to do to defend against it. Right. Um, anyways, everything just kind of devolves into... A zombie apocalypse situation where they're now back out in the main streets and uh, the macrophages it's not just her it's now the other ones as well mm-hmm. every single one of them has an extremely brutal weapon she's got the massive cleaver and every one single of one has, of them has the dress they all have the if they all have the beautiful maid dress um but um one of them has a a, a club with spikes coming out of it yes they're just they just have such a delightful contrast of how they're dressed, their styles and their mannerisms and the weapons and their way of killing things. Um, but I've also seen GIFs online, like uh, just having fun going through the, you know, image boards of that people are posting things for, uh, for um, cells at work. Someone actually posted a macrophage and showing how efficient of a killer it is. It's like, a, it's an actual recording of a micro, of macrophage under a uh, microscope. There's about 40 bacteria cells and one macrophage, and that one macrophage just goes through them like they're nothing. So, yeah, the macrophage is brutally efficient, and that's what they are here. So, so, and, and so I absolutely love that not only is this incredibly educational, 
Mm-hmm. But they've clearly done a lot of their research before, yeah, before making mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. so and so I'm really pleased about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, they go in and they fight these zombies. Yes, and the naive T cell is. You know he's overwhelmed. He's overwhelmed and he runs away crying. He does. Mm-hmm. There, there's an there's an event. There's an altercation where one of the zombies tries to kill him, and then one of the T cells kills the zombie before it gets to the naive T cell, and then he berates the naive T cell for hesitating in the middle of a, a fight, and that's when he breaks down crying and he can't handle this, and he runs off to mm-hmm. to uh, the, the central control for uh, the bacteria. Yeah, this, this guy. At a green tree with a green stick. The dendritic cell. The dendritic cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm probably saying that wrong, but dendritic cell, uh, dressed in green, um, and uh, he starts comforting them and says, "It's okay. Don't worry about it. You know, like everything's gonna be just fine. Like, everybody started off like you. Everyone was like you at one point. And then as soon as he says that, it cuts back to the killer T cells, and every single one of them just goes." <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, just ice going up their spine. <laughs> what, what is it? It's as though a dark secret has been earthed that should have never been unearthed. <laughs> and it turns which out... Which is one of the things that you love. Which is one of the things yeah. I love. Because the, the, the dendrite or... Uh-huh. Um, dendritic. Dendritic cell. It, like it starts that. handing them... Starts that handing or Google them, decided to autocorrect it to something that it's not. But that's what I wrote starts, down. It starts handing the naive T-cell scrapbooks. And he's seeing all of these shots of beat up naive t-cells like oh these are my senpais yeah these these are my senpai they're they they were just like me look at them and uh and then suddenly after he comes to a full realization that that where he's at right now is okay for him to be he starts bending over and then glowing Mm -hmm. and he starts glowing in a way that so this episode i watched with it was at this scene that both my son and daughter were with me and I told my son, he's evolving. <laughs> because this looks yeah, like a no Pokemon. no clue how right you were. Yeah, no clue how right I was. That's what I said at that particular moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um... <laughs> Yeah, and so um, things start to be going bad, you know, like every, they're trapped in a corner and whatnot, and these zo- like they've just killed another wave, but then some other zombies release some of these cells, these spore, these yeah. spore like things, and they start affecting just the regular cells as well, replenishing their numbers, yeah. converting more. And then Conver- they, mm-hmm. they they said that they'll end up killing a couple million cells, but and it'll take about a week to fight off the infection is mm-hmm. is what they're what the white blood cells are accustomed to with mm-hmm. invasions like this, yeah. Um, but they, uh... And then they introduce a new, an, another character, the B-cell. Not just yet. We get the naive T-cell's emergence first, which is two references in one. Um, and I got both of them. Uh-huh. Um, there is a scene in Fist of the North Star. Because of where, course there is. Where this one guy is walking down the stone... Uh, a thug is walking down a stone corridor and he thinks he hears something. He doesn't know what it is. And so he puts his head up against the, the, uh, the wall to hear it better, to hear it better. And the very next frame is that brick being punched off and his head going with it. And it's Kenshiro's fist, the main character fist, the North star who punched the brick. He didn't break the brick. He punched the brick out of its place. And the brick was used as a projectile weapon, just a clean shot. (laughs) Okay. So, 
the hand going through the wall like that. Uh-huh. It's a Fist of the North Star reference punching the zombie. Yes. Um, and his eyebrows are also very much more like Kenshiro than any of the JoJo characters. But it's also very much a, a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure reference. Yes, it is. Um... Because when he starts punching, because he's come back and he's now this massive guy that's like he had like a little he, yeah. a little cowlick of hair yes. underneath his his baseball cap. It's now this massive four foot long thing of hair that's it's just so spiked true. up into the into the sky. It's a yard of hair coming out of his head, <laughs> and, and he's head and shoulders above all the other T cells now. Yeah, he's huge, and he's duplicated. <laughs> There's dozens of him now, um, and uh, when he starts punching them, he says "ora ora ora ora." Which is a JoJo's reference, where in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I can't remember, it's the name of the third season, but it's the one where they introduce the stands. Mm. And Jotaro, he has his stand, um, um, something platinum. I'm People are going to probably butcher me for getting it wrong, but I, it's been forever since I've watched it. Um, but he... Uh, He's got the the purple spirit that punches things really really fast, and it says when it's punching them. So uh, him going hora 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 every time he punches one, it's a JoJo reference. Okay, so then. yeah, so okay then, yeah. <laughs> We're also introduced to the B cell, which is a guy who has invented a uh, antibodies yeah, against it's these. the cells that create antibodies. Mm-hmm. And so he has this water gun looking cannon mm-hmm. that he's. I'm it sorry, does. it's just the way you described it as a water gun looking cannon. I would just say it's a cannon that shoots juice or or water. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's, it's okay. a it's large okay. water gun. It, it's a water cannon. It is a water cannon. <laughs> yeah. And it, uh, mm-hmm. and, and so he's filled it with this antibody that kills the cells that are, uh, mm-hmm. Infected. Uh-huh. And so he just starts blasting these things, and he's actually eliminating, with his spray, eliminating more cells than the killer T than cells. The killer T cells. But everybody's ignoring him because, you know, the killer T cells, they're bros. Yes. So they're just talking about how awesome they are. And he's just like, <laughs> guys, no, no, guys, come on. Guys, I'm doing uh, a lot of hard work here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. He's doing a lot of hard work, and he's more effective. He's way more effective. And it effective. doesn't matter because he's not one of the bros. He's not one of the bros. Um, but yeah, after a week... Bro-force. Bro-force. Suburban bromando. <laughs> Bro-bro-cop. The brominator. Oh, boy. Snake broskin. <laughs> that game. Anyways. That game. Um, isn't it Ellen Broly or something like that? Instead of Ripley? Mm. I don't remember. I know, I know Ripley's in it, but I think it's yes. Ellen Broly's they call her. <laughs> Um, but anyways, oh, that game is so good. Anyways, she, uh, she, um, after a week, they've, they kill the last zombie and the area is just a wasteland now. It is. And, uh, they, <laughs> they, they celebrate, they've killed the last of the flu virus. Everything's going to get better. Other things happen as well. Like the entire body starts fighting the infection. They raise the temperature. Um, they talk about how yeah, well they're... hydrated. So let's go and start sweating. So it cools down the body while it's. I actually, While it's heating up. I actually paused this and rewound it to watch it again because there's a scene where one of the the germ, one of the uh, infected uh, cells, is climbing a balcony to try to get to a regular cell, and he pours a hot kettle on that cell, and the caption reads, "Your body starts a fever to help fight off these cells." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, yes." And we actually paused the show, and my wife took the moment. She she caught a clip. This clip. As we were doing this, uh, she was going through the room at the time, and um, she uh, she said, "Yes, that's why I don't give you guys um, 
fever reducers immediately. I wait until your fevers are of, of a certain temperature. She's telling our kids why she lets mm-hmm. them suffer with a low-grade fever at first. Mm-hmm. Because it is effective at killing germs. Yeah. It's just you don't use the fever reducer until it's the fever's too mm-hmm. hot for you to actually survive it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or starts causing problems. But uh, after they, uh, you know, after they kill the uh the last zombie they they start celebrating and stuff but then they see that one of them has survived and so the uh the awoken naive tisa whatever yes. they actually call him um because it's no longer naive tisa they call him something else um he goes over and he's like i'll take care of this and like red blood cell white blood cells just like he's really become a cold-hearted killer you know just like <laughs> which is something that's hilarious coming yeah. from him yeah, well, yeah. Just, no just saying you know how much he's changed since uh, when he first saw him yes um and he goes over and he's about to punch this zombie and the zombie backhands him and launches him into the sky and everyone's just like oh crap and they realize that this is not the beast <laughs> anymore and, 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 it's, and, and, yeah it's, was it before or after the b cell sprays him that they realize what kind he is it may be after the B-cell Because the B-cell sprays him. sprays him, and it's completely ineffective as well. <clears throat> and that's when somebody notices that on the side of his little... Uh, on his mushroom thing. Mushroom thing. It says A instead of B. So it's a type A influenza. Mm-hmm. And so B-cell takes his stuff and says, I'm going to go make some different antibodies, and runs. <laughs> While uh, the other cells are trying to beat him up and can't. Mm-hmm. And... And then the, the closing caption of the episode goes, and this is the kind of cell that you really need an injection for because this is the sort of thing that uh, has wiped out populations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> type the A, A cell. Yeah, the, 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 the type mm-hmm. A influenza. Yeah, so uh, that's the first three episodes. The next episode is... Um, Oh, shoot. The next episode... Is that uh, the one that's allergic reactions? No, I think that's episode five. Five. Episode four is uh, food poisoning. Yes. Episode four is food food poisoning. poisoning. Episode five will be allergic reactions. I'm looking forward to the allergic reaction one because... So is is my oldest. Because uh, uh, she's allergic to uh, rose pollen. Mm. So summers are... uh, a problem for her. Yuck. But, uh... <clears throat> um, but yeah, what are your thoughts on the show? I mean, I... Listeners already know that I love it, so... <laughs> this show is great. I am so glad we got to review it. This Good. And, yes, um... I will be finish. I'll be catching up on it as qu- quickly as possible as well. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Me too. There's two more episodes. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna watch them right after this. Um... Jeez, <laughs> what a great show, though. Oh my gosh. Oh, and... Something that I learned today, mm-hmm. in June, they launched a, a, um, a side manga mm-hmm. for it. A spin-off manga called Hataraku Saiba, which translates into Cells at Work, Black. And what it is, is that it's what happens in an unhealthy body. Ooh. A body that's high in cholesterol, a body that smokes or is a heavy drinker, things like that. Mm-hmm. And um, they showed, like, the, the white blood cell is the woman this time, and the red blood cell is the man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their clothes are just in tatters, and, like, the the white blood cell, instead of using efficient, quick knife thrusts, she's got big arching weapons and things because she's got a lot more work to do and not as much backup just because the body's not healthy. Um, wow. Yep. Okay. So there's a side series called Hataraku Saibo, Saibo Black. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're going to turn that into an animated series. 
Um, kind of hope they do. Or if not, they at least translate the manga because I would like to read it just to kind of see the difference between the two. Um, um, when I first I'm, saw it, I thought it was just I'm Rule 63. When I first saw it, I thought it was just Rule 63. Yeah. Of, of, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's uh, every character has a gender swap on the internet. Yes. And so I just thought somebody had gender swapped the red blood cell and the white blood cell, but no, it's an official manga. Okay. So, but anyways, you were saying? Um, there, There is a manga picture that you and I have both seen that I'm looking forward to seeing in the show when it eventually comes around. They have introduced the platelet mama in the manga. Just recently. Just recently. So I don't know if it, the show's going to last that long to introduce her. So, But the, what they have is they have this character who is this very um, gruff, no-nonsense, thick, thick-thighed um, woman with a... Uh, with a front carrier with a baby on it saying, too reckless, too reckless. You tykes are just too reckless. Yelling at the... Uh, at the platelets. At the platelets. And yeah. the caption reads, um, the uh, I don't remember the exact cell terminology, but it was, the largest cell in the bone marrow produces platelets. Mm-hmm. So it's the platelet mama. <laughs> it's the platelet mama. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yep. So that's just it, great. It's mega something or other is what her name is. Yes. So, yeah. Anyways, yeah. I, I'm so glad that you watched it and you enjoyed it, and I'm glad that we've talked about it, because now I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch all of it, because I've been holding off watching it, because I only wanted to watch the first three episodes, so I wouldn't talk about anything else. Right. Um, but yeah, that's it for Cells at Work. Um, okay. Next week, we're going to be talking about a show that I personally am very sad that I did not know existed until a couple weeks ago, and the reason I learned about it is because um, they are doing a live-action movie of it, and it was announced on um, Anime News Network. Okay. Um, and I was like, I've seen those characters before in the anime, but I don't know what it's from. And I looked it up and realized that this is right up my alley. Um, we are going to be watching Nisekoi. Nisekoi. Mm-hmm. Tell me about Nisekoi. Nisekoi translates into false love. Oh. It translates into false love. Um, Raku Ichijo is an average high school student. He also happens to be the sole heir to the head of a Yakuza family called the Shuei Gumi. Ten years ago, Raku made a promise. A secret promise with a girl he met. They promised one another that they would get married when they reunite. Since then, Raku never let go of the pennant the girl gave him. Now, that doesn't give you very much information. No, it does not. But a little bit more than that, I'll go ahead and say, because okay. I've already watched the first three episodes. Okay. A little bit more. He, uh, in order to stop a gang war from breaking out between his father's Yakuza clan and a local gang, um, his father and the leader of the gang, who happen to be old friends, decide that we should have our children date each other. Because no one would want to do anything against... Uh, no one would want to... Uh, you know, do anything against their precious heir. Well, he just barely met that girl at school and they hate each other. They despise each other. Um, the first time he met her, he was walking through a field at school, spinning the locket around. Um, no one else is around, no big deal. And suddenly she jumps over the 20-foot fence and knees him in the face. Mm. And the locket just flies off. 
So his first interaction with her, he loses this precious locket that he had uh, he has never lost before, and she's need him in the face. <laughs> so so as far as first impression goes, not very good. Yeah, not very good. And the thing is, she's beautiful, um, and everyone thinks that they're super good friends because of how close they are. When uh, in in Japan. Um, in Japan, they have layers, like way different, like different faces that they put on sure. around different people. Um, we saw that very, very well in, in Sound Euphonium. Like yes. uh, the main girl, um, we saw how she was around her family. We saw how she was around people that she barely knew at school. We saw how how what she was around her friends, mm-hmm. and then we saw how she was around people that were really close to her. Yeah, her she, she was like... different around every single one of those people because that's just how they are in japan yes and that's kind of how we are here in the states not as big as they are in japan yeah but the two of them are already so casual that they're hurling insults at each other like it's nothing and everybody else is interpreting it interpreting it that they are good friends so they are now forced to date each other and if they don't date each other and act like a lovey-dovey couple whenever they're together their two families will break out into a war so so it's the polar opposite of a Romeo and Juliet story. Yeah, yeah. Which I can't stand Romeo and Juliet because I think it's a stupid story, but seeing it turn on its head is awesome. And okay. yeah, I watched the first three episodes. It's a laugh a minute so far, but we'll go ahead and I'll have you watch them and we'll discuss it for the next episode. All righty. All right. Looking forward to it. Perfect. Okay, so that's it for three episodes in. Next up is Recommendation of the Week. Yep. And it's my turn this week. It is. And I'm going to recommend an old school anime called Record of Lotus War, as it is on Crunchyroll now. There are two Record of Lotus Wars. There's the original OVA, mm-hmm. and then there's the show. Mm-hmm. Don't watch the show. I've, I haven't seen it, but I've heard nothing good about it. Watch the OVA. The OVA is phenomenal. All right? Old school fantasy. The people who made this show... Knew how to set up a story. Oh, yeah, no. The very first episode shows the party killing a dragon. It it is a fighter, thief, elf, dwarf, cleric, and mage go into a dungeon to slay a dragon. Mm -hmm. It is first edition Dungeons and Dragons, the anime. I'd say three. I'd say second edition. Well, the... The only reason I say it is because I remember that in first edition, elf and dwarf were classes, and there weren't mixing of classes and races. Oh, yeah, okay. So that's all all I'm going off of. Okay. But you could actually... We we watched this with our Dungeons & Dragon expert brother, who Mm. was pointing out, okay, now this is the spell they're casting, and this is the spell they're casting, and could say... From, mm-hmm. from the source material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's Dungeons and Dragons, the anime. Yeah. And it'll be better than any D&D movie they ever make. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's on Crunchyroll, all of it. You don't need an account to watch it. Um, it's uh, it's up there for free. Um, yeah, give it a watch. It's a fantastic show. So ju- just a bit of a heads up. Well, the way they structured the story, yes, they start off with the main six going into a dungeon, killing a dragon. The next episode takes place before that. And it's actually a, it's like six episodes. I don't know the exact point, but it feels like the first six episodes lead up to the, to the first episode. Mm-hmm. And then the aftermath afterwards. Mm-hmm. So the dragon slaying actually takes place in the middle of the campaign, but they threw that episode at the beginning because mm-hmm. it was the best hook. Mm-hmm. And so these people knew how to tell a story and it was great. Yep. So when it goes from episode one to two, don't be too thrown. 
by the uh, by the sudden shift. Yep. Okay, so, but that's it for, for recommendation of the week. Um, now it's your turn for a creator shout-out. All right, my creator shout-out, I'm going to shout-out to a uh, former teacher of mine from UVU. Uh, his name is Anthony Romrell, and he was a mentor of mine during my last few years at uh, school. He was in the uh, 3D animation program. Okay. He was, in, he was the one who encouraged me to... Uh, start getting into coding video games okay um and so he was involved in the making of uh the cyber dino and um uh invalid pin animations that i ended up working on as my senior projects mm -hmm. so uh and he's got an extensive he he goes to an, uh comic conventions and sells uh, his fan art that he makes. Uh, he's got an Instagram account with 8,000 followers right now. And um, we're going to go ahead and link out to his Instagram, uh, Twitter accounts, and LinkedIn on our uh, on our website. Cool. So. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, thanks so much for listening in this week. Uh, if you listened on YouTube, please feel free to like and subscribe to our channel. Go ahead and ring that bell so you know whenever we post a new video. Uh, if you like what we do and want to support us, please spread the word of our podcast and, uh, or uh, even support us on Patreon. Uh, where can they find us on social media? Uh, if they go to WhitakerWeekly.com, we have uh, links to our Twitter and Facebook pages right there on the homepage. Um, you can find us, uh, we are on Twitter, at WhitakerWeekly. And uh, it's a little bit complicated to uh, just try to say out the URL of our Facebook page. So just go to our website, WhitakerWeekly.com, and mm -hmm. then they can uh, find us on uh, social media through there. Cool. All right. Uh, well, that's it for us this week. Uh, I've been Andrew. I've been Lee. And this has been Whitaker Weekly. You guys have a good week.